in brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape their sight. For those that worship evil's might, beware our power, Geekster's light! Oh yeah. You know what that means, kids. It's time for another thrilling episode of your favorite show of all time. So light the candles and dim the lights and bring that speaker just a little bit closer to those naughty bits because it's time for another thrilling and exciting episode of Geeksters. And welcome to episode 28 of the Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your host, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight, like we always will, we'll start with the releases of the week. Releases of the week. (laughs) Take it away, Ed. Unfortunately, though, this is a, a very slim week for uh, releases. Unfortunately, <laughs> how slim was it? It was so slim. How many? How many DVD releases can fill a tub? <laughs> Three. Oh, I don't know. They keep falling down the drain. Womp 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 womp. Boom. Okay, so we have three of them tonight for you. The first one on our list is Merlin: The Complete Fifth Season. It's out on DVD. It's a show that's been on BBC America, of course, and probably in BBC, but... Uh, <laughs> Not in BBC, you mean in, in Europe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, it is also on the Sci-Fi Network here in the States. Really? Yes. Okay. I saw a couple episodes. Not bad. It's kind of fun. What draw me into it, I was summing through channels, and I saw that Giles from Buffy, Anthony Stewart Head, right. is the king. And oh, I was okay. like, well, look at him. He got a promotion from Watcher to King. Like... <laughs> So I was watching, and he's like, he plays the father of King Arthur, and it's like, we're two teenage kids, Arthur and Merlin, and they're getting the wacky adventures. But I think they want to kill them off, like, later in the season, so now okay. Arthur is King Arthur. Okay. I also think, too, that this season, the new season might be the last season. Oh, really? So I didn't, didn't, don't think, like, I think, well, it's, it's BBC, so they kind of iffy about their show. Sometimes you get, like, an office where it's, like, 12 episodes in a special, mm-hmm. or, like, Doctor Who, where it's season upon season. This is one of those, I think, five seasons. It might be, be the last season or the next to last. Well, they also, too, they, they kind of end a show abruptly, and, like, not really, like, like what happened. It kind of resolves itself. Right. But then, like, a few years later, they the popularity is still there. They'll bring the show back on the air. Like what they did with Torchwood. Yes. Torchwood had two seasons, and then it had the special, and then... Year like a couple years later, it came on that Stars Network mm-hmm. as a you know Children of uh, Oh uh, Endless Day. I always forget the name of the episode that show, but right. it was good. So, all right, what else came out, Ed? Next on our list is a uh, Bad Kids Go to Hell. Ooh, for those of you who for those geekster loyal, those geekster loyalists, <laughs> you'll remember that uh, Ed's brother Dave came on the show and was talking about this movie, mm-hmm. and I also mentioned too that I saw the trailer and I wanted to get the movie. Well, I just happened to pick it up because it came out. I was like, well, I got to get it. Got to get it. Bad kids go to hell. Daddy's money can't save them now. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the plot. Okay. Just ring off the back of the DVD. Right. And again, I had to get a DVD because they didn't have it on Blu-ray, which uh, always makes me kind of like, could be good, could be bad. Like, <laughs> who knows? But it's six prep schools from a Crestview Academy, home of the spoiled offspring of society's elite find themselves stuck in detention on a frightfully dark and stormy Saturday afternoon. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> During their eight-hour eight hour incarceration, each of the six kids fall victim to a horrible, air quotes, accident, until one of them remains. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so basically, it's a, a breakfast club meets 
some sort of horror movie. Right. But I was looking at the cast, and they actually have uh, Judd Nelson. Oh, okay. So I'm like, okay, you know, the Breakfast Club. Yeah. <laughs> I think he plays the principal. Okay. Which would be funny. You know, <laughs> being that he was the rebel in Breakfast Club. Uh, don't you forget about me. I'm in room dancing, you know it, baby. Don't you forget about me. Do you don't know that song? Yeah, I do. I'm just laughing because the movements are... Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm and, get, and getting into it. Oh, yeah. And I said, la, 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 Sorry. I love that song. Okay. Moving on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Popping along in my head when I was a teenager driving my car going, waiting for the big drummer solo. La, 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 la. Sorry. So which were you? Were you the rebel, the geek, the jock, the prom queen, or the uh, social misfit? I was a prom queen. <laughs> Hello. I'm fabulous. Look at me in my corsage. <laughs> my pink chiffon gown. <laughs> my matching pumps. <laughs> anyway. And finally on our list is a Sexy Evil Genius. Look at here. Oh, you also picked up as well. Yes, I did. Only because of the cover. <laughs> I saw him like, first of all, sexy evil genius. We've already established that I'm an evil genius. That's right. I just got to add the sexy part. <laughs> this movie's about me. I don't think myself as sexy, but I've been told people think I like my sexy voice. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> so why can't I be a sexy evil genius? Sure, I'll never call you that. But... <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I said, who's your daddy? Different type of show. <laughs> who's your sexy evil genius? Who's your sexy evil genius? Jeez. Now listen to Geeksters. <laughs> but the cast is really good, too. That's what really pulled me. It's okay. Seth Green right. from Robot Chicken fame. Yeah. Also, he's P uh, Chris Griffin from uh, Family Guy. Family Guy. Yep. <laughs> hey, Chris. <laughs> Katie Sackoff, Starbuck. And on the, po on the box cover, she's got like bluish hair and matching lipstick. I'm like, she's kind of hot. And not that she's not hot anyway, but right. uh, William Baldwin of, of, you know, basically being the brother of Alec Baldwin. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got his own fame in his own right. Yeah. He's no Daniel Baldwin, but, uh, you know, or Stephen Baldwin. But he's a Baldwin, so it's all right. Even Adam Baldwin, but he's not even related. But all right, but I think I digress. And my, my personal favorite, Michelle Trachenberg. Little Donnie from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wow, I knew that she was in it. Okay. Yeah. Who's grown into a fine woman. Yeah. I remember looking, watching a show, going, oh, it's little Donnie. And then seeing her, I'm going, that's not little Donnie anymore. <laughs> What's going on? Why do I have these feelings? <laughs> I want to protect her, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> and the plot of that is a group of people are lured to the same bar in downtown Los Angeles by Nikki, an ex-girlfriend they all have in common. Beautiful conniving and downright insane Nikki has one last surprise in store for her ex-lovers dun 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 
<laughs> you know what? Oh, honestly, it almost sounds a lot like the plot that bad girls go to hell, where it's a bunch of people locked together in a room and shit starts happening to them. <laughs> now that I'm looking at it. <laughs> Holy crap. It's the same writer? Six prep school six six prep school kids. And there's one, two, three, four, five people on here. Oh, it's, and the other guy who's in it, Harold Perninu. I can never pronounce that name. P-R-E-E. P-E-R-R-I-N-E-A-U. He was uh, in Lost. He was Michael. Oh, okay. And also, if you remember, he was in Oz. He was the guy in the wheelchair. Oh, okay. Kind of like the host of right. the show. Yeah. Yeah, so who knows? I'm wondering like, like if Nikki's going to be Michelle Trachenberg or Katie Sackhoff, or is it going to be a completely different girl and she was bisexual and she's going to kill them all off? <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to see that one. <laughs> yeah, you know. And that was our releases of the week. Any video games? No. Yeah, again, slow week for video games, yeah, too. There's a couple PC games, but none of them are really interesting. So Yeah, next week is the big one, though, for uh, Injustice. Yes. I think we'll do a review on that because mm-hmm. I know uh, I'll give you my Geeksters seal of approval next week because I'll be like, uh, this is welcome to Geeksters. I'm tired of playing Injustice all day, all night because it's a mid- midnight release. release yeah. So I'll be like, Gonna get it, open it up, slide it in. The first thing I'm doing is I'm playing the Harley storyline, kicking ass as Harley Quinn. Oh, Mr. J, uh, take that, Batman. Uh, oh, Mr. J, I'm gonna beat up Superman for you. <laughs> and then live out those those dirty fantasies of Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn fighting at it. Maybe I'll get lucky and there's a kiss option. <laughs> Fatality is Harley <laughs> pins down Wonder Woman, starts making out. <laughs> I want to rock and roll. I'm Mr. J. <laughs> <laughs> so, look. <laughs> so, you'll be here. You'll be like, yeah, here in Geeks, Harley Injustice, punch in the face. Mallet to the head. So, anyway, so what's next on the list of Geeksters Protocol? <laughs> well, we had a few things we wanted to mention on the show when we were talking about it. And the first thing I want to get through, actually, is Roger Ebert passing this past week. And it's yeah. a sad moment. You know, I mean, he was a, he's been a part of our lives, I think, since he, childhood. He was, I was listening to a program, and it was best summed up that he, the, they're him and uh, Gene Siskel. Yes. They were in a show that was only on PBS, was called At the Movies. Yeah. At least that's where it first started. And it was only the only place, because this was before the internet, this was the only place that you could hear like a review or see movie trailers and them talking about movies passionately. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like, because sometimes they never got along. So it'd be like, you know, Gene, you're an ignorant moron for liking that movie. <laughs> well, you're a fat piece of crap for liking that movie. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it was kind of like almost internet trolling before you get her trolling thing, right? you know both coming in going i love that movie sucked yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> that kind of thing so i mean so growing up i mean yeah they they were part of our lives yeah you know so uh, it, it's a shame i mean obviously Cisco died years ago to brain uh, brain tumor uh-huh. and ebert had throat cancer yeah. i think it was and he actually had having his jaw and he had you know basically if you saw his face it was really Really a mess. Right. But he was still able to talk. He had kind of had the um, Stephen Hawking's machine, mm-hmm. which, you know, 
I would just want just to play with, you right. know, just kind of not because God forbid I ever need to have it, but just so I can play with it, you know, right. ah, 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 you know, <laughs> but he was able to still do his reviews because he was still able to, you know, do it in print. Right. But yeah, I mean, the guy was an icon and, you know, even though you may not agree with a lot of his movies, because the list of movies he didn't like, Fight Club, he didn't like. Really? Yeah. He didn't like 2001 A Space Odyssey. Hmm. He didn't like uh, butch, butch Casting and Sundance Kid. Wow. You know, and you're just going, oh, how the hell are this? Like, these are classic movies. Right. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> why is he a critic? And that's the reason why I never listen to critics. Right. He was the first guy that made me go, critics have no idea what they're talking about. Right. <laughs> you know, everyone, right. everyone has their own opinion. And, you know, I'm usually Mr. Like, just because you think it sucks, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah. Like, you know, I think you know, on our on the Facebook page, someone meant you know you posted about the black hole. Yeah. You know, and I remember seeing it as a kid. I remember liking it because it was very kind of Star Wars esque. Yes. But more serious. Yeah. You know, it was very very heavy on the drama side. Yeah. Not as much on the action. So uh, you know, and you mentioned that you know well, we have to watch it again, do a review on the show, and right. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? I was like, I just get that feeling though, it's not going to hold up. <laughs> I think last time I tried watching it, when it first came out on DVD, I think I fell asleep watching it. So prepare for <laughs> Maximilian. <laughs> RTD to rip off. <laughs> Mallet to the head. <laughs> now, I did I did watch it. It was on cable uh, a few months ago. And uh, it was like a Saturday. I had nothing to do. It was on. I'm like, oh, the black hole. Let me watch it. I remember enjoying it when I was a child. And about like two thirds into it, ah, you fell asleep. asleep see, right? yeah, because it's not the same. Like when you're a kid, you're like, "Oh, robots in space." But then as an adult, you're going, "What the hell's going?" On? I'd rather watch the porn version, the black hole. <laughs> That's right, child. You come on to me. Uh, boom, chicka, boom, boom. <laughs> Speaking of porn. Yes. <laughs> Sean, you posted something last week. Uh, I posted like, two articles about this. That's how into this article that I'm in. <laughs> First of all, it was a still of an upcoming porn parody, a Wonder Woman triple X porn parody. Yes. And again, it's porn parody, so it's not going to be heavy in the acting department. Right. But they give you a still of the girl who's playing Wonder Woman. Her name's Courtney Kane, I think it is. Okay. And two Ks, too, by the way. Just, you know, so it's <laughs> Courtney with a K. And, and came, came with a K. K. <laughs> but they have her in this Wonder Woman outfit, and it was, part of my French, fucking amazing. <laughs> I mean, she literally looked like Wonder Woman peeled right off of today's um, New 52 line of Wonder Woman. Okay. The outfit was phenomenal. And I'm just going, this is a porn? <laughs> I have to keep my eyes open for this one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, co- the costume did look amazing. I mean, it's something you would see in a it, it, big time movie, like a first run movie. It is know? something that you should see not only on television but on the big screen yeah. because it looked picture perfect. Yes. And then you know, and you're like, "Holy mackerel, that's amazing!" But then I like about a week later, I saw an article that somebody actually you know talked about Wonder Woman in, in TV and movies and stuff, mm-hmm. and they had a picture of Adrian Padalecki in Wonder Woman, right. you know, for the episode, and she's in that outfit with the pants and the bustier, and if you didn't know that she was a real actress, right, you would have thought that was the porn version, yes, because it looks so cheap and flimsy. Where this porn actress, Courtney's in this outfit 
that is amazingly detail-oriented. Mm-hmm. And it looks great on her. It's like, why, why can't Hollywood do this? Right. And I, I, think, I think I found the problem. Really? I think. I, I did a little, of course, I did a little research on the project. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> no, actually, what I really thought about it was the fact that a lot of people want to focus on her outfit as like the main hurdle to, to basically jump over. Right. Because they don't want to do the shorts thing because they fear it, sex, it, it sexualizes her mm-hmm. and it's not functionable or something, something along those lines. Right. But I'm thinking these people obviously who have that opinion don't know Wonder Woman, her, her mythology, mm-hmm. because she's basically the princess of, you know, basically like Greek, Greek and Roman mythology. Yeah. So lately what I've seen her, like the pants, I, I'm not a fan of. No, I'm not. Neither am I. But I, I'm okay with the shorts, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, there's usually it's the booty shorts or the high cut thigh shorts, which my it's my personal favorite. Yeah. You know, because I'm a leg man. Yeah. You know, but I've also seen her in a gladiator skirt. Yes. With the flaps and stuff like that, doing the fighting. Mm-hmm. And lately, too, when she goes into a real battle, she actually has a, a short sword and a shield. Yeah. So she's a warrior princess. So why not dress her like a warrior? Right. You know, especially a Roman warrior. Because it makes sense. Because mm-hmm. that's what her background is. I mean, everyone was okay with 300, a bunch of ripped guys in Speedos and a cape. <laughs> <laughs> no one bitched about that. <laughs> like, But yet when it comes to Wonder Woman, it's like, oh, we don't want to sexualize her. Wait a second. I mean, I love 300. It's a great movie. Yeah. Only problem is... Number one, I feel inadequate as a man. <laughs> I want to. I, I, two things I want to do is start doing sit-ups and get into a bar fight after I watch that movie. <laughs> I just feel like 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 I, every time I walk out of McDonald's tonight, I dine in hell. <laughs> like you just want to kick some ass. Yes. But for some reason, when it comes to Wonder Woman, everyone's so gun shy about making her sexually appealing to everybody mm-hmm. but also keep her warrior aspect because they want to try to like put pants on a woman first and also too if you think about it I'm wearing jeans right now yeah and I sit down those jeans get a little tight I cannot throw okay I probably couldn't throw a decent kick anyway <laughs> but with the restriction of pants that kick won't get the proper extension that it needs right so with the skirt or the high-cut shorts or just the booty shorts, mm-hmm. she can get that leg extension to do that kick. Right. So people go, oh, well, it's not functional. Well, for her fighting style and the time period that she's in, it's completely accurate. Right. You know, again, going back to 300, Speedos and Cape. Right. You know? <laughs> no one bitched about that going, oh, that's not, you know, sound. <laughs> It was factually accurate. <laughs> you know Why? Because they believed in the fluidity of movement and fighting. Right. So is she. I'm okay that if they have a movie with her in the, you know, the gladiator type skirt that Russell Crowe wore in Gladiator. Mm-hmm. You know, with the bustier. Okay, fine. Maybe her boobs might pop out, but it's supposed to be super tight. So she's packed in there. It's an armor. Right. Like, you know, and give her a shield and a sword. I'm okay with that because I've seen it and it's plausible. Right. But not, you know, even with the lasso, you know, whatever. But Hollywood just got to get on the freaking ball and realize, you know what? Stop making a big deal out of the outfit. Put it on what everybody knows and just move on. Make the story good. Right. People will forget about the, 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 the costume if the story's good. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, I figure that's where, you know, like, definitely. I'm definitely going to have to, you know, obviously for the good of the show... Check out the uh, adult version just to see how screen accurate it is. Okay. You know. (laughs) Let us know. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I give it three spanks. <laughs> <laughs> and what else you got there? Finally, we have the uh, the whole um, Star Wars with uh, the gaming industry. <laughs> okay, for those people who needed interpretation interpretation of that, I figured you would be best to tell them. Basically, Disney fired a bunch of people from LucasArts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one hundred and fifty people. Just wow. get out there. It, yeah, it sucks because we live in you know here in America and globally, economy sucks. Right. So when you hear one hundred and fifty people get laid off. It, it it hurts, you right. know. It hurts. Oh, yeah. it, it hurts on a on a wide scale. But I have to admit, I mean, and I don't like seeing anybody be out of a job. Personally, I am unemployed, mm-hmm. so I know the struggle to find a job. But on the same financial aspect, I think it makes sense. Really, and here's How's why. That? Here's why I know this is not going to be a popular thing because yeah. again, a man's out of a job. He can't mm-hmm. feed his family. This is the reason why I think of it. Number one, the people who... LucasArts was a great company. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. But the games that made them popular were the Sam and Max games, the um, the point-and-click. They were the first company to actually install a point-and-click system of gaming. Mm-hmm. Yes. With um, games like Monkey Island. Uh, and, you know, I mentioned... What did I just mention? <laughs> Sam, and, uh, Sam and Max. Right. You know, so a lot of their point-and-click systems revolutionized it. But those people... Who were part of that revolution mm-hmm. left the company and created Telltale Games, yeah, which you know just won an award for the Walking Dead game. You know, not the survival instinct, but the Walking Dead game where you have to make all these decisions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So those people who you know who kind of founded that system left, and admittedly, the Star Wars games that have come out haven't been great. Okay, you know the um, Old Republic online multi massive player. Online thing. Nice to the old public, yeah. I got hooked in because I was like, all right, let me give it a shot. I'm not Mr. Let's pay to play kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, but I kind of, it just kind of was like, eh, eh. Wasn't exciting at wasn't all. Wasn't great. Wasn't exciting. It was basically, and a lot of times you actually did have to kind of hook up with other people to overcome something. Right. And not being one who deals real well with other people, you know, <laughs> I, I just can't, especially on the online gaming community, because it's like, hi, I don't, or, I don't know what I'm doing, and a 12 year old kind of walks by with guns ablaze and lightsabers, going asshole, <laughs> and I'm just still standing there trying to find the safety on it. Like, where's the button on my keyboard that makes me punch? You know. <laughs> well, those MMOs, I think though, uh, they there it's it's a certain type of person has to play those because they have to build up their uh skill abilities so they have to do like a crafting type of thing and they well well, yeah but this one took all that out it was basically like you either had a choice of either being a sith or a jedi okay or and also other like parts of each culture and you would go to an academy kind of do things but like of course on the academy it's kind of like their training process where you have to go do this and go do that and right there's that learning curve, but once you graduate to, like, I think my character was, like, a Sith, of, of course. Of course. Um, like a Sith assassin or something like mm-hmm. that. But then once you graduate, you're free to go through this whole world and do whatever you want to do. Or follow, like, the plot line. You kinda, mm-hmm. And I figure I'll follow the plot line because it makes, it helped build my character. And I get used to the game as I'm going on. But then I'm forced in certain spots in the game where it's like, well, you can't go past this point unless you get two other people to come with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like... So now I'm now I'm reduced to begging people to help me do this thing. Right. I, I don't like people. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit to it. 
I am not the Mr. Social guy going, hey, I'm going to a party. Want to come? Right. I'm Mr. Get out of my way. I'm going to the party. I'll meet you there. <laughs> kind of thing. I, I don't, I didn't felt, I felt weird walking around going, okay, well, I'm a level three. Let me see if I can find someone else who's a level three and go, hi, guys. Do you want to do this adventure with me? <laughs> come on. It'll be fun. <laughs> You know? <laughs> I just can't see you doing that. Exactly. <laughs> just can't. Um, not at all. Which is funny considering the fact that I'm, I'm now into Guild Wars 2 and Defiance, which are multi-MMOs. you know MMOs. Right. But they've designed it in a way where you don't need these other people. Like, in Defiance, there's parts where these group things, mm-hmm. um, where everybody just goes to them. So you don't need to find somebody and go, hey, buddy, what are you doing? And in Guild Wars, you can do the same thing. Just wander around, do your own adventures. And I've bumped into some people that look like they needed help. I jump in and I help them out. And a couple of times I've been in trouble and I see like somebody come out of nowhere and start kicking ass for me. Right. And I'm like, thanks. you know, like, But he didn't have to and I don't have to help people. It's right. just something you just want to do because it's in your nature. Like, granted... I may not like people, but I am a helpful type. Right. <laughs> right. You don't want to see anybody in, in danger or, or right. hurt or something. I can't see somebody getting their ass handed to them and not want to jump in. Like, <laughs> you're not going to sit there with a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Stand there die in like 20 minutes. <sighs> that looked like it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <sighs> well, what's also nice too, about, especially the Guild Wars thing, is that even though they give you like medals, like a gold, silver, and bronze medal, for your level of activity in certain events. So if you're doing an event by yourself and you complete, complete it by yourself, you get a gold medal. Uh-huh. But if you're in like a group thing and you wind up walking up and you're like, hey, and you get like like 10 seconds in before that event's over <laughs> and you walk in and you just take one swing and the guy dies, you get a bronze medal. You don't get as much experience points as everybody else because you didn't really, you didn't do anything to help. Right. So you kind of feel motivated to get in there and get your hands dirty instead of standing there. Like I literally would just be like, kick his ass. <laughs> oh, that looked like it hurt. <laughs> Did you see the head fly off of that thing? Holy, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, don't touch me. That <laughs> cost you extra. Yeah. That, I mean, that literally would be me, but you know. So. With going back to LucasArts stuff, a lot of their games kind of fell short. Like, the last game I think they actually really did produce was the Star Wars Connect. Yeah. And it really wasn't critically hailed. We've played it. Yeah. We only played the dancing part because I wanted to, you know, going solo, going solo, going solo. It's an all-musical episode of Geek Series. <laughs> so, I mean, it really, but other than that, when we actually got into the game, it was a lot of jumping, a lot of moving. So it became like, I'll be honest, tiresome. <laughs> it was. It was uh, very, very, especially two out of shape guys. Two out of shape guys in their 40s trying to pretend like we're Jedi <laughs> by jumping and moving around. And I'm just going, who finds this fun? <laughs> After 10 minutes, I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, we're both on our couches. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Dying. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> like, this is not fun. <laughs> Can I sit down and do this? <laughs> Crap. But I think financially for Disney to to lay all these people off, the the company itself wasn't really that great of a company. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think also too creatively it can help Disney as far as like I'm Disney and you're a no name company that wants to make a name for itself. You come to me and go, We got an idea for a Star Wars game, 
that maybe no one else has ever thought of. Right. Like, maybe they'll do a Han Solo prequel game now. Mm -hmm. But before, they were stuck in, like, this universe. But now, since Disney owns it, they can do whatever the hell they want to do. Right. So you can have a guy go, you know what? I want to pitch a Star Wars movie just Han Solo and Chewbacca-oriented. You know, mm -hmm. them being chased by bounty hunters. There's that whole time frame, like, you know, the castle run. Like, what happened? You're like, right. come up with some bizarre idea. And Disney will go, okay, you know what? Go make the game. Here's some money. We'll, we'll, we'll sell you the licensing fee to actually use those characters. Right. You can create the game however you want to create the game. If it fails, it's on your head. Right. It's not in our dime. It's your dime. Yeah. However, we are going to get a percentage of whatever you make. So if it's successful for you, it's going to be successful for us. Right. But if it's a failure for you, we only take the hit in the licensing department. Your company folds because you made a shitty game. Right. So it kind of relieves the, the, the stress of that decision from Disney. Yeah, but I also think, too, that Disney does have their own gaming division. And they could probably pull out a few Star Wars games to bring up popularity. And they can, I mean, they have a great, a lot of great Magic team there that can really come up with some games that, you know, like, wow, this is really impressive. You know? Sure, but to me, like, every Disney game I've ever noticed is always Disney character oriented. Right. Even the, the Vandal Hearts. Is it Vandal Hearts? Uh, I forget. Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts. Yes. It's a role-playing game, but then you're forced to interact with Disney, Disney characters. Yeah. So I don't want to be in a Star Wars game playing, you know, shooting up stormtroopers or getting ready to wield a lightsaber and all of a sudden, hi, hi, it's me and Mickey. <laughs> I don't think they'd go that far. You, you watch. <laughs> you watch. I'm, I'm saying it right now, folks. Sooner or later, you're going to see Mickey Mouse interacting with a Star Wars character in a game. I'm not saying the game won't be great. I'm just going to say, like, I don't want to be, you know, kicking ass with Donald Duck by my side. <laughs> you know, he's got a lightsaber, but no freaking pants. <laughs> you know? nobody's, nobody has a problem with that Right <laughs> Hi, it's me, Goofy <laughs> I'm a smuggler I can make the castle run in 12 parsecs <laughs> You know And Pluto standing there by his side Poor little Pluto As dressed like Chewy. Like, that's what Disney is known for doing That's the downside of having, you know Star Wars well, in I mean, the Disney I world think, I think they would branch off That would have a more serious Star Wars game. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that they won't have the Luke Skywalker with Mickey Mouse I swear to God, if, if, I, if I hear Larry the Cable Guy doing the voice of the Millennium Falcon, I'm punching out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, see the Falcon flying by with a bunch of eyes on its headlights. Like, woo! John <laughs> Ratzenberger is the next wing fighter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> next up, Owen Wilson is... The X-Wing. <laughs> really? Come on. Cars 3, the Star Wars edition. <laughs> Yo, it's me, Mater. It's me, Millennium Falcon. Yeehaw! <laughs> you know, I, I just... Oh, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. God, it's going to be a dark day when that happens. I'm going to see R2 and 3PO next to Wally. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, sure for you. Uh, may, you know, on plus side, maybe they'll start dressing all the girls at the uh, what do you call it, uh, the theme parks, in slave lay outfits. Yeah, yeah there you go. There's a nice plus. You know, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going out there, so make sure you take lots of pictures. Oh yeah, I'm gonna take video and pictures. And I told you, whenever you go to Disney, I need, I need definitely a picture of Jasmine, my favorite princess. Oh. <laughs> and uh, see if you can con Alice and Snow White into making out. 
That might be a talk to you. No, you pull them off to the side, go quick. Uh, no one's looking. Just kiss each other. One, two, three, go. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 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 Sure, you might get kicked out for the day. I don't know. <laughs> but it'll be a great story. <laughs> and and on the plus side, though, I mean, these guys are talented. You know, to go back to the whole LucasArts thing, yeah. these guys are talented guys, so it's not like they're going to be out of work for long. Right. Somebody's going to scoop them up, or they'll, they'll just do their own company, Yeah, like the guys from Telltale Games did. You know, they're smart and they have ideas. And, you know, just because you work... The beauty of the gaming industry is that if you make a game that people know, they're going to remember your name. Right. And people want to pull you in and pay top dollar because platform gaming is now a multi-billion, multi-billion dollar industry. Right. Where you're... To make a game, you're shelling out millions of dollars and hoping to get that return back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, I wish them all the well, all the best. And, yeah. But I, I don't see them being unemployed for long because nah, they have, they have a, they especially have a, that kind of skill set to have. Exactly, I mean, just, you can see them in another gaming industry like Sony can pick them up, or you right. know, or, or Xbox, Microsoft can pick them up for their gamings. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't be too like like it sucks, yes, but in the long run, I think for Disney, it, it's financially sound for them, mm-hmm. and those people who are laid off, they're, they're gonna get picked up somewhere else and probably have more freedom than they would under the strict scrutiny of Disney. Okay. Yeah, you know, that's the way I look at it. I think Disney, because they're so product-oriented, they have to have things a certain way, that the moment you deviate from that line, you're you know, you're going to be like, no, out! Right. <laughs> so, we'll see. All right. And what else you got there for us? Well, no, not going to go to nerd news yet. Nerd, no nerd, nerd news yet. No nerd news yet. I, I, was, I was just thinking of a question, you know, because I always try to think of conversations that we always have kind of thing. And we've established in many episodes before that you're an, an evil genius yeah it's it's a, it's, it, people have said it i don't i may have admitted to it because the facts kind of pointed that way but i don't like really myself an evil genius okay well let's go along with it okay i'll play along <laughs> now with every evil genius there's always like a do-gooder that that you always have to combat who do you think you're do-gooder would be that you would have to go against. Now, I'm going to go completely off topic. I'm going to go completely off the map here. Really? Why do I need a, vo- a villain? Why do I need a villain? Why do I need a villain? Yeah, I can't, I can't just be an evil genius that does shit for my own self. Well, you know somebody's going to try and stop you. Why? <laughs> what am I doing that's so bad? <laughs> Remember, the key... The, what make, you know what makes a good villain? What? Is the a fact that they never really see themselves as a villain. Okay. Look at Lex Luthor. He never thinks he's the bad guy. He's always thinking he's trying to do good. Vader never said, I'm the biggest, baddest motherfucker on the planet, you know, or the galaxy. He just thought he was doing what he felt was right. Yeah. And that kind of, you know, so if some schmo wants to be my supervillain, because I'm going to consider myself the hero of the group. All right. Well, then (laughs) let's go with your line of thinking there. (laughs) Jeez, if I had to pick, now could it be like anybody in the... Anybody in like DC, Marvel, television, movies? Come on, that's you know. I give the wide spectrum. I gotta be honest. It's, it's Superman. It's an easy go. I hate <laughs> Superman. I hate him. <laughs> I mean, I, I, okay, again, I don't really hate him. I hate what he stands for. Okay. The whole hope and everybody is good on the inside, and you know, let's all work together. And he, no, no, 
No. <laughs> it's like, no. People are shallow and insecure and only look out for themselves in the end. It's what benefits me as a person to benefit you as a group. Right. Case in point, Guild Wars. Uh, there I am, standing alone. You know, I see somebody get their ass handed to them. Yeah, I'm doing good by jumping in there, helping out. But I also get experience points. I also get gold. So helping you helps me. Right. I'm not doing it for... There is no such thing as an unselfish act. Okay. All right? So once we get that on the table, <laughs> anybody who says, well, I'm just Mr. Goody Goody because it's the right thing to do, bullshit. <laughs> You're doing it because you get your name in the press. You get the girl. You, everyone looks up to you. So you are getting something out of it. You're not... Case in point, you don't wear a mask. Right. If you wanted to be completely anonymous and be a good doer, you'd have a mask. Like Batman, you know, or like The Flash, or Green Arrow. Like somebody wears a mask to make themselves, or Zorro, just go back that way, right. Lone Ranger. Yeah. These guys wear masks because they don't want to be, uh, granted you can go, oh, well, because I don't want my loved ones to be hurt. But also, too, you're doing what's right because of you feel that's the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, you're not putting yourself out there. Yeah, you're being the hero, but then you ride off into the night in like a poof of smoke or you wait till the other person turns around and you quick run around the corner. Like, you know, <laughs> but to not wear a mask. I mean, even Wonder Woman or Superman, any superhero that doesn't wear a mask, to me, is out for themselves. Okay. Now, would I be wearing a mask? Yeah. No, because no. I'm admitting that the fact that I'm doing it for selfish reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just going to be you. Yeah. I mean, okay. well, I mean, I'm not going to have like an evil lair. It'd be nice though. Like a whole Sean cave. <laughs> I kind of have that now. My room. Big screen TV, bunch of video games and a computer. Don't get much evil work done. Like, so I would be like, what's his face from Despicable Me? A bunch of minions. <laughs> That's what I want. Just little yellow minions walking around for my amusement. <laughs> I love those guys. I'd want to be a super. Uh, sorry, I'd want to be a character of questionable morals <laughs> if I could have minions. <laughs> questionable sure, I'm not an evil genius. My moral compass points a little different than everybody else's. That's why I look at it. Okay, you know, do I want to take over the world? No, not necessarily. But if the world happens to be part of the package deal, I'll take it. <laughs> You know, if I come up with some sort of an idea where everyone says, that Sean's great and awesome, all right, enough, enough. I'm just doing what I thought was best for myself. I, I, I am who I am. Thank you for the accolades, and I'll loosen the chains a little bit. But, you know, I'll let you guys have off on Fridays. You know, but other than that, you know, you're here to serve me. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know? <laughs> And if some guy wants to try to screw up my party, you'd be like, no. It'd be somebody like Superman. It would be. Yeah, I would have to say, because he's, he, again, he's an easy target. <laughs> I can't see Batman, really, you know, as long as I'm, you know, I mean, I, I have that gray line of evilness and good. I'll be a dark figure. The <laughs> 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 first thing I'll do is I'll lose the laugh. You know, <laughs> I won't be like, Yes, I am here to cure cancer. <laughs> no, I have to lose life. I'm here to cure cancer. Oh, he's a super genius. And in my head, super evil genius. 
<laughs> what do you want? No, he's wrong for the world. How am I wrong? I just cured this or I just did that. I made the world a better place. But you're making millions off of it. So is everybody else. Somebody else could have came up with that idea. Just so happens to have my name, Sean Inc. on it. That's all. What up? Don't be hating because you're jealous I thought of it first. <laughs> so I look at it. I'm not the bad guy. I'm not. I'm here to help. Help me help all of you. Superman's the one trying to stop you. Yes. He's the, he's the troublemaker. I'm trying to make the world a better place. And I just need your help in helping me to achieve that goal. Don't you want a cure for cancer? Don't you want to live in... Don't you want a house, a roof over your head? Food on your plate? I'm trying to accomplish that. And that do-gooder in the cape is fucking it up for everybody. <laughs> Doesn't see where I was going, but all right. <laughs> That's right. Sean for president. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? It's me and the First Wives Club. <laughs> I'm starting my first harem. <laughs> the first president with a harem. <laughs> I know they all look like Princess Jasmine, but let it go. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the uniform. <laughs> And it's Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman Wednesdays. <laughs> Wonder Woman Wednesday, and it's Harley Month. <laughs> All the girls dress like Harley Quinn. And don't go, and don't get me started on Batman Tuesdays. Actually, more like Batgirls Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> Robin, the girl wonder, wonder what she's wearing this week. <laughs> I'll change those poles in front of the White House to stripper poles. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the truest happiest place on earth. You know that. People be coming for miles around to see the dancing strippers on the White House lawn. And, and look at this way. I'm giving those girls jobs. There you go. I'm paying them. They're not working on tips. I'm funding that. I'm giving back to the community. You guys save your money. I'm paying them. They want to get naked on my dime for you. And Superman screwed up for everybody. Coming in here going, put some clothes on. No. It's my house. My house, my rules. You don't like it? Get out. Didn't want your tight tights wearing ass in here anyway. Flying around, disturbing shit. I got sensitive stuff in here. That China is one of a kind. I don't need your laser eyes shooting off, breaking shit. You sneeze, three people die of, you know, they freeze to death. Oh, you fart, it becomes a sauna. Enough. Get your alien ass out of here. Go to your fortress of solitude and look at your shit. Which, face it, let's face it, if you had any heart, you'd give that to the world. Let them marvel in it. No, you're being selfish by keeping it all to yourself. I'm giving you strippers on the White House lawn. Free! 
you've got real cities in jars <laughs> on shelves. You're not helping them. You stare at them like some sort of evil genius hovering over them. Me, titties on the front line. <laughs> Bright future that would be. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Titties on the front line. <laughs> Little red, white, and blue pasties flipping around. Brings <laughs> the my eye, eh? And Superman wants to fuck it up for everybody. Him and his Justice League. Where's the justice in that, I ask you? Now drop the bass. <laughs> Big strip of poles drop down, shaking their booty. <laughs> I'll just be like this press conference. I give you this. I give you the cure for that. Who's trying to screw? Who's trying to stop me? That guy. Let's get him. Let's get him. Must be a communist. I'm giving you free boobies on the front lawn. <laughs> Shake that ass. That presidential ass. Here, look, I'll give you the presidential stamp of approval. <laughs> America's first pimp, everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> presidential pimp. Now tell me, don't you want to live in that world? <laughs> yes. So don't let Superman fuck it up for us. Get him. <laughs> I totally derailed you when I was in the show, didn't I? Yes, you did. Let's <laughs> 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 oh, see it now. The first, you know, the Air Force One flying through. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Open the door. It's me. It's the press. What up? <laughs> I know. I brought my bitches with me. <laughs> Say hello, girls. Hi, Mr. President. Hey, baby. What's up? <laughs> you want my seal of approval? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> my face is on the dollar bill. Dollar, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> I gotta make it rain up in here in my face. That's right. <laughs> my defense cop. Wait, you know about my my uh, you know my overseas policies? <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> That's my policies. I'm trying to get shit done here in our country first. Then I can worry about the rest of the world. <laughs> Sorry, I got I got hoes I gotta pay for. I gotta make sure all my people got jobs. And food on the plate. And the homeless housed. I can't worry about you guys over there. Because my shit ain't worked yet. Let me handle my place first. Then I'll get to you. 
What do you think about the arms race? What's the race, dude? We all got two arms. <laughs> Most of us, there's no race. <laughs> How do you feel about the uh, gun laws? Yeah, you know what? I think, personally, if everyone's got a gun, no one's going to be shooting at you because you don't know who's going to be shooting back. <laughs> That's what I think. That's gun control. That's gun control. <laughs> I'm controlling the fact that everyone's got a gun. So everyone's going to behave because they don't know who's looking at their air shot. That's how I feel about it. Now dance, bitches. <laughs> I'm out. Peace out. <laughs> what up? What up? <laughs> you know? Okay. <laughs> Is it time for nerd news? No, it's time for nerd news. All right. <clears throat> I'll be sitting here thinking about titties on the white lawn. My rose garden. All the girls are named Rose. All dressed in red. All dressed like poison ivy. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I'm just getting emotional. He's on the way, The way comes I can't even say it right. Get all choked up. What a bright future. Damn that Superman. Damn him to hell. You'll have, you'll have, I can just see it now. Arguments up there at the watchtower going, he's not really that bad. I don't know what your problem is, Superman. He's got titties on the, on the lawn. He's getting his shit together. He's trying to be the best for the world. You, you're flying around thinking you're the hot shit because you can fly. <laughs> Batman's on my side. He's a billionaire. He's going to fund my campaign because he believes what I'm doing is right. Wonder Woman, my first lady. <laughs> right off the bat. Baby, you don't even need to work. You'd be my bitch. I mean, how much more presidential to have Wonder Woman as your as your we call first wife? Yes. You know? Aquaman. You know what it's to see is you run it however you feel free. If if you're getting some shit from the service dwellers, you let me know and I'll take care of it. All right? Green Lantern, you got all the space all around the Earth. I got I got the Earth covered, but they'll be slow, you know, slow process. It's even slower with big blue moron over here trying to screw things up for us. All right, Flash, come on, dude, I need you to run this thing for me. Okay, I'm back. What did he say? You know, this is your service. Well, what, I mean, I mean, what kind of job is Flash going to pull? You know, <laughs> I, I need you. Can you do me a favor? I can you go get me um, some Chinese food from China? <laughs> I, thanks. <laughs> oh, here's some money. Why is your face on a dollar bill? Don't ask. It's good. <laughs> Run over to China. Yeah, I go order some food. Run back. Here's your dinner. Ooh, man, it's hot and ready. Yeah, I just got back. <laughs> You know, I mean, just think, you tie a, what do you call it, a hoe to the back of them? And I mean, a hoe, <laughs> <laughs> a, a 
a guarded O. It'll slow him down. <laughs> no, but I mean, it'll slow him down, but it'll still be able to dig trenches. And so he can plant seeds for the food for the homeless all around the world. I mean, he could build a house like a motherfucker. He's doing the wrong job. All he's doing is running. Learn to build shit. Build a house. And we get the homeless shelter just like that. He could be secretary for urban development. Exactly. <laughs> Building houses and you can get the you just think you can get the country's trash picked up in like a day and a half. <laughs> Him just running by, grabbing the trash, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> trash done. <laughs> Clean streets. <laughs> you can have green Green Lantern in his power ring. He can think of anything, and it comes out of the ring. He can't think of a street cleaner. <laughs> I mean, or a giant fan, you know, to blow smog out, you know, out another way. Or even better yet, Bruce Wayne, he's a, he's a, brilliant, a billionaire, genius. Build something to help us make clean water. I'll, I'll implement it. I'm here to help the world. Superman, he doesn't want that. Why? You know why? Because the moment the world's at peace, he's out of a job. He's a selfish prick. <laughs> only looking out for himself because if the world was if there was no problems in the world what's he gonna do sit in his fortress of solitude jacking off <laughs> getting fat he's gonna look like me like just sitting there in his blue tights kind of ripping at the sides and going I used to be somebody He'd be like the jock in high school that like scores four touchdowns in one game and becomes a hero. In like 10 years, he's a guy going, remember back when I used to be a somebody? Yeah, yeah, big deal. You can't go back, Superman. I could have I fly backwards. Why would you? The world's perfect. Screw you guys. You know, standing out in front of the lawn and the other, you know, going, I hate you kids. Why? Because now we have hoverboards thanks to Wayne Enterprises. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't, yeah, now you really should have saved it to the last. <laughs> I was giving the world a better place to live, and Superman is only looking out for himself. Okay. Prick. <laughs> it's time for nerd news. Yes. Fine. I'm still pissed on that Superman guy. <laughs> Fucking up my world. All right. While you're pissed off at Superman, I'm going to read the news. All right. First one on our list is uh, how Halle Berry's pregnancy will impact eight X-Men Days of Future Past. Who cares? <laughs> I'll tell you how it's going to affect it. It's not. Even if she's pregnant, it's called computer animation. You can animate it from the neck down. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, was there more? <laughs> well, I was just going to read the slight bit of article news. See, look at that. In 10 seconds, I solved that problem. <laughs> no, Superman probably fucked that up too. <laughs> it's good. All right. Well, Barry, Halle Berry is expecting her second child with her fiance. All, uh, I'm so through this. We're going to take a slight break. We'll be right back. 
And it's that time, kids. It's time for Nerd News, Nerd News. Let's all go to the newsroom. Nerd News, Nerd News. Now here's Ed with the news. Okay, our first article of the day is how Halle Berry's pregnancy will impact X-Men Days of Future Past. Barry's expecting... I'll tell you how it's not going to affect it. It's called digital editing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's true, but (laughs) let's see what the article has to say. All right, fine. (laughs) Barry's expecting her second child with her fiancé, Oliver Martinez. Okay. I'm getting you a highlighter. (laughs) (laughs) And that the film ramping up on the new X-Men film, many fans are wondering how she might... Have to drop out. No worries, Barry says. Storm is definitely going to be part of the X-Men story. Just maybe not as a singer originally planned. So that's... Oh, so basically she's now dictating on how the story is going to go because she's knocked up. Right. Bullshit. He, singer can go, look, we live in a di- digital age where we, even if you're nine months pregnant, if you pop on the set, we can still go back and digitally manipulate your body to a point where it doesn't look like you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Or we'll have you in doing other shots. Or they'll do it like the old sitcoms. They just film her from the neck up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next on our list is... Uh, wait, did Edgar Wright just tell us Ant-Man is in Iron Man 3? Oh! Of course, director Edgar Wright has been talking up the uh, Ant-Man movie. And um, he said that they were talking back when the Phase 1 films were going on. That's how it started. And uh, they said there will be a tiny surprise at the end of the Iron Man 3 movie. Ooh. Yeah. So looking forward to that. That'd be kind of nice as a, as a bumper. Mm-hmm. Or even just mentioning Hank Prim in a conversation or something. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, it makes sense, though, because the whole, it looked like from the trailers, Iron Man has now has the ability to psychically link to his armor or yeah. something. So I think it has to do with nanobite technology. Which might have to, you might have to consult somebody, and that somebody could be Hank Prim. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, <laughs> look at me trying to fill in the blanks. We'll have to we'll tune in a future episode. Iron when we do our Iron Man three special. Yes. King <laughs> of Iron Man. <laughs> Wrong kind of armor. <laughs> you dress as a knight. I don't care. I'm Iron Man. With a big flashlight hanging around my neck. <laughs> Hanging down. Yeah. Just gotta keep I'll just you know, tie what do you call it? two flashlights to the palm of my hand. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? Next is uh, actor hints that uh, you could see a Black Panther movie soon, like uh, Avengers 2 Avengers Two movie soon. Actor Morris Chestnut, who was in the Kick Ass Two, he's working on the Kick Ass Two movie, has been tweeting that he might be the choice to play. Uh, Black Panther. Okay, now let me ask you a question. Do you think that that's factual or him just trying to drum up publicity to be well, that's, considered? That's what the article goes on to say, that the fact is, is that when he tweeted, he did get a little heat from the people of Marvel to, you know, to, okay. to stop saying something. But again, he keeps tweeting over and over again about it, so he's kind of... He might shoot himself in the foot then. Yes, exactly. That kind of sucks. Yes. Yeah, I mean, well, for him, I mean, because, I, I mean, everybody wants to be part of a Marvel universe. Hell, I mean... Give me a role. You know, I'll be the guy standing on the street going, damn you, Iron Man. You know, but I mean, if I'm going to start tweeting about it or posting on Facebook, guys, I want to be in, I'm going to be in the uh, new Avengers movie. People are going to go, we don't even know who you are. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Next on our list is a former director reveals original plans for his Daredevil reboot. 
Ooh. Yes. Well, okay, I can see this happening. Who is it? Well, they said they originally they went Joe Car- Carahan wanted to do the to do with uh, Daredevil. He wanted to. So George Carahan is the director. Oh, Joe, Joe, yeah, Joe, and uh, of course the original director was the David Slade. Right. And uh, they, he was been trying to jump on it, get working on it, but time is running out. I think the uh, uh, the rights. rights are going to go back to Marvel. So and I, the, I think that that's. I mean, I think the studio is probably going to. That's the problem. Is I think that the studio tries to scramble for a Daredevil movie, it might not be as good. So I, you know, and obviously anybody who owns a Marvel product, Disney's foaming at the mouth, going, "When's that? You know, when when's that gonna be up? When right. we get? You know." Right. So he was trying to do like a seventy set pitch to it, like give it. Uh, oh, more style. like a, like, a, like a Serpico kind of feel. Yes, like a cop flick. Yeah, yeah, it could work. I mean, he's a lawyer, you know, but I don't know how Daredevil would fit in. But yeah, all right, yeah, well, <laughs> we'll see. Um. Uh, of course, there was this, this next article, I, I thought of you. <laughs> Does it deal with porn? <laughs> well, yes. All right. <laughs> Studies say that Xbox owners make best sex partners. Wait, Xbox owners yeah. make the best sex partners? Mm-hmm. A study was conducted um, um, by Vacho Copros. I can't pronounce that name any better. Uh, <laughs> after polling 1,700... And forty-seven partners of gamers in the UK uh, left with some fantastic result. About eleven percent of gamers overall considered excellent in bed, while twenty-seven percent were good. Twenty-six percent were average, and twenty percent were below average. Okay. And the people that were on the higher end were Xbox owners. Uh, all right, that was a lot of numbers there. Yes. All right, so they're saying that if you own an Xbox and you're an Xbox gamer, yeah. You're better at sex than a PS3 owner? Yeah. How? Uh, uh, okay. I mean, all right, whatever. I mean, I can't I can't argue that. I mean, if but it's like kind of a silly argument. Like, so what are you trying to say? That being a gamer is sexy? Yeah. I could have told you that years ago. I'm a gamer. I'm sexy. I'm evil. And I'm a genius. You know? Yeah, works all. So... I mean, okay, well, now I'm starting to feel a little bad because I I, maybe I should start playing Xbox more. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be buying more Xbox games. I mean, well, maybe it's got something to do with the finger manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of chat talk, so maybe you're talking dirty while you're punching buttons. I don't know. I mean, I'm in Second Life, and I kind of consider myself kind of a Don Juan in there, but that's mostly <laughs> typing. I can't. All right. Well, maybe. Well, huh. Fascinating. Yeah. I would, you know, I would really like to... You got to send me that article and see if there's more research because it was kind of like more like a blurb. Yes, it was. Like, hey, who's people who work Xbox? People in the dating world. If you're not sure what kind of lover you want, ask them what gaming system they have. <laughs> I would think that the level of sex that gamers have is probably lower than the national average. Right. Because you'd be like, hey, baby, I'm in the mood. Shut up, I'm playing Call of Duty. <laughs> I got zombies to kill. Just one more level. Well, let me just get to the next safe spot. <laughs> Never happens. You're always there. Literally, I can be like, oh, I'll just go here. And it's like three hours later. Like, son of a bitch. Earlier we were talking about... And, and if there was a naked woman laid in my bed, I'd be like, game controller? <laughs> you know? <laughs> no matter what... Yeah, what a, what what game system I have, it could be like, you know, I have the prototype for the Xbox 720 PS4 combo pack. 
And they'd be like, hey, baby, I'm ready for you. Boom, turn it off. Let's go. <laughs> I'd rather play a more interactive game. Oh, yeah. Pinchy, 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 pinchy. Search for the quarter. Search for the quarter. Search for the quarter. <laughs> Sorry. Next is uh, we were talking earlier about the Star Wars uh, games. People got axed. Yes. But they said the new animated series is still happening. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, All right. Director Dave Fiolni says he's already working on it with Disney to prep up for a new animated series set in Lucas' playground. So fingers crossed. Here's what the they're talking about at the point I'm involved already in the production decisions of exploration of what we really the Star Wars animation in the future in the future sorry <laughs> which is really exciting for me and I have friendly faces around me and of course they all help me out with this project so they don't say what it is unfortunately but well they never uh, will because it, that's it, they only keep things close to the vest yeah but I, I to go back to the LucasArts things got really nothing to do with the gaming community. It's an animation department. Yeah. Disney's got their animation department. They just go here, do it. You know? It's quite a bad segue. Yes, it's a very bad segue. <laughs> All right, so what else have we got in the news? And finally, Star Wars C-3PO coyly hints at droids return for Episode 7. Hold on a second. I got a big... Uh... Duh! Duh! <laughs> Why wouldn't they be in there? Like <laughs> Anthony Daniels, who's now sixty-seven, dropped some hints to Digital Spy about whether he's going. He's gotten a call to be involved with the new series. He's playing Quilly, but definitely sounds like there's going to be a a lot. But he's not saying what exactly it is. Trans translation is they haven't asked me yet. But come on, I've been the voice for three PO for all the movies, all the cartoons. Anything they've ever done that had C-3PO needed, I've done the voice for. So, of course they're going to call me. I just haven't gotten the call yet. Yes. You know? <laughs> Dumb article. <laughs> not, not a reflection on you, right. but just kind of like, that's, like a, that's a, a non-story story. Right. Like, of course they're going to call him. Why would they go, Anthony Andrews, are you going to be in this next Star Wars? No, fuck him. I don't need the money. I don't need the job. I've got plenty of acting stuff to do. Of course, he's sitting there. The moment, the moment there was announced that J.J. Abrams was going to make new Star Wars movies, he was spanking it in his Star Wars room, looking at his <laughs> golden heads lined up on a shelf. Wearing his uh, C-3PO armor. Yes, exactly. My servo motivators are down. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> You know, I just, I don't care what you say, R2. I'm going to come in that little lens of yours. <laughs> why do you think, why do you think Princess Leia looked all blurry? <laughs> Sorry. Of course they're going to call him. What else is he going to do? Say no? <laughs> just, that's just silly. Unfortunately, that is the news. That's the news? Yes. You finish up with a non-story like that? Shame on you, Ed. <laughs> you start off with a pregnant Halle Berry who decides that she's so important that they're going to... do. You know what they should do if they already have the storyline? Just film her now. Mm -hmm. I mean, once the, they, the, there's no clue when the actual film is going to be starting. Right. So she might be three months pregnant. She might be nine months pregnant. Right. 
either way, you can get a body double. We can digitalize you now, save it for later, and put your own body on your own head just thinner without Sam's baby. That's it. You can you can come to the you can come to the set in sweatpants. <laughs> we'll take care of it from there on. <laughs> and then you finish it up with Anthony Daniels jacking off at his room as C three PO statues going, they're gonna call, they're gonna call, they're gonna Oh <laughs> So that's it for the this week? Yes. Alright, well then uh Eh, screw you guys. We're going home. (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. I would never treat you guys that badly. I love each and every one of you. Some of you maybe a little bit more than others, but you know who you are. (laughs) Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. (laughs) So, as always, hit us up on our Facebook page, Geeksters, or wordswithgeeks.com. That's our our website. You know this already by now, but those people who don't know, this might be your first introduction to Geeksters. So let me guide you through our process. (laughs) This is where we say, hey, go to wordswithgeeks.com. That's our webpage. Or go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. You want to like us, because if not, you wouldn't have been listening. Right. So tell your friends about this awesome show that you just heard. Like us on Facebook and listen to us. We're in iTunes. It's free. You can't get any better than free. Am I right? Right. I mean, it's like walking along the street and someone just going, here, listen to this. Boom. (laughs) You like nerds? Here. You like sexy nerds? Here. You like people bitching about stuff? Here. (laughs) Nothing more than that. It's so free. And if, if you don't have iTunes, because I know some people aren't hip to the lingo of podcast, you can just go to the wordswithgeeks.com and you can stream it live right from our site. Mm-hmm. How easy is that? There is no work for you people to do at all. We take care of it here because we love you. We want to coddle you like little children where we say, it's okay, little geekster. We'll tell you a bedtime story or we'll tell you a funny story while you're working out at the gym or when you're driving to work. We'll take care of you. You're in a womb of love. Sometimes. <laughs> unless I get angry. But it's not because of you. It's because somebody's screwing the system. But we'll take care of you. So listen to us on wordswithgeeks.com or our Facebook page or on iTunes. Now, if you really want to get more intimate with us, which I believe you all should because we're pretty good people for the most part, if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordsweekgeeks.com. Say, hey, Ed, that news article about Halle Berry, you could have done better. <laughs> that Anthony Daniels story, what are you talking about? <laughs> of course they're going to call him. But contact him at ed at wordsweekgeeks.com. Or if you don't want to leave Ed out of it and you want to talk to me, you can contact me at sean at wordsweekgeeks.com. And you can say, hey, Sean, I thought what you said was real funny. And I can right back go, thanks, buddy, listen to more shows. Or if you're a girl, send me a picture. Say, hey, baby, I think you're hot. I love the way your voice is. It's so silky smooth. Here's my picture. Are you single? Why, yes, ladies, I am. <laughs> so you can contact Ed at wordswithgeeks.com or Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And we'll see you next week. And remember, kids, 
if you know that Han shot first, you're a geekster. Good night.